This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself <laughs> laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey, everybody. So we hope the weather's great wherever you're at. And if it's not, we hope and pray that it gets better. Yeah. So what's our topic for today, huh? Well, it's called Choose Not to Let the Unexpected Drag You Down. If you're questioning God for answers to something that you didn't see coming, don't force the issue. There's no, no point in doing that. Just trust that He will give you the answers to you when he knows you're ready and if he wants you to have them at all. <laughs> yeah. And there's a little sidebar there. If he wants you to have them. That's he may right. not want you to know. So we just have to to uh, ask him if we're that curious or we feel like we need to know but not force it. Yeah. Because, you know, God will give us the answers when he knows we're ready for them and if he wants us to have them. That's right. And that's hard to do, isn't it? It is. Especially when things don't make sense. Well, this comes from uh, Psalm 27.4. And there's actually a lot of good... Uh, Psalm 27 is very dear to me. And and uh, Psalm 27.4, I'm going to read that to you. And later on, we're going to read a little bit more. So it says, One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what, you know, in this scripture, David was writing about um, that what he really desired was to live in God's presence and by his purpose, by God's purpose, you know. And um, there's a lot of things that happened in David's life. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things that, you know, he was just like, Lord, I don't get it. You know, mm-hmm. why is this happening? You know? Yeah, right. And so, you know, he just, finally, he just said, you know what, Lord? I don't know why it's happening, but I, I'm going to trust in you that you're going to pull me through this. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and by doing that, I mean, David became, you know, the king, you know, and, and, and uh, the, seat of, the seat of our Savior. Well, and, you know, when, when, for me, when God pulled me out of um, the desperate need that I had, mm-hmm. that's really when my relationship with him began. Yeah. Because I had tangible, I mean, I'd been in church my whole life, but had more of a religious spirit about me. But when God met some desperate needs that I have, and this particular time I'm talking about when I was going through a divorce, another time when my father passed away, and yeah. different things like that. Um, when he meets those desperate needs the way nothing and no one else can, your relationship with him goes to a whole nother level. It can start for some. It can go to a different level like it did with me. Mm-hmm. Well, I might even go as far as to say I don't know that I actually had that great of a relationship with God. I hadn't, yeah. didn't really have a desperate need for him. I knew he was always there, but I grew up with you know, decisions made for me most of my life. And so, you know, as you... Because I grew and got older and got on my own and had to make my own decisions. And life happens as we get older, you know. That's when the shift came for me. And these desperate needs that I had that God showed up and met, Mm 
it changed everything for me. And you can't spend your time trying to figure it out. We need to spend our time, like this passage says, and seeking Him out. That's right. Not the questioning, especially if you've got overthinkers in your house, like we do. All of that is futile. It is a waste of time. And I, I give myself permission, maybe, to do it for a little bit, mm-hmm. but then say, "Okay, that's enough." Because if I don't, um, I'm wasting. I am wasting my day. I'm wasting my time. I'm not doing God's will. It's not God's will for me to do that. God's will for me, let's just make it simple, is to do the next right thing in front of me with excellence, to do as unto Him everything. Yeah. And trying to figure it all out instead of seeking Him out is a waste of time. It's unfruitful. It's not healthy. It's not His way. There's things He does not want us to know. So there you go. That's true. You're right. You know, and you know, one thing that I didn't see coming in my life is is myself uh, giving my life to Christ. You know, mm-hmm. and and when that happened, uh, it's been almost a decade ago. And when that did happen, I just I wanted answers, and, and really and truly, in some ways, I said, God, how, how could you? How could you love me? Mm-hmm. You know. How could you love me and, and want me to be in your family? You know, and what you pulled me out of. And the answers he gave me, because I continued to trust him and seek his face and, and really search him all through all of this, was he said, because I love you. Now, honey, when, when, you know? when maybe a new believer or someone who's, who's uh, making that shift in their life uh-huh. has heard that seek his face, why don't you explain that? Well, really... Just to, I mean, I, I, I just fell in love with him, mm-hmm. you know. And what really got me was not the point, really, that I love him. What changed my life forever was when I realized how much he loves me. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I realized how much he loves me. It changed my life. Mm-hmm. You know, he changed my life. You know. And ironically enough, this psalm, um, a friend of mine passed away uh, several years ago. I've been, I guess it's been almost five years ago. Greg. Yeah, Greg. And uh, I didn't know why that he was taken. I didn't, you know, at that time, you know. But I just knew, you know, that uh, he was sick and, you know, and I just felt like God, you know, said, you know what, he's just, he's suffering too much. So as I was praying with him after he was already gone, and his, it was just he and I in his room, this psalm came to me. Mm-hmm. And when I spoke at his funeral, this is, this is what I read. Because that's the only way I could get through it. Mm-hmm. And I was praying that that would help someone in that audience, maybe his mom or dad or sisters, his wife. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the psalm goes like this. Five through five through eight says, For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in the pavilion, mm-hmm. in the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock, and now my head shall be lifted up above all my enemies around me. Therefore I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, 
my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. That's beautiful. You know what? It's not our position to question the Lord of Lord mm-hmm. and the King of Kings. What it is, is to fall deeply head over heels in love with him mm-hmm. by realizing how much he loves you. And by doing that, that's where the trust comes. Mm-hmm. And you just go, you know what? It is what it is. But it's like you said, um, you you can fall into that. But does he really love me? Me? Oh, you can definitely fall into that. I mean, that's where that's where the you know Satan wants you to you know. He's got so many other kids. Yeah. You but know. You, but what's great about God is he's everywhere. Is you're the only one he's thinking about. Right. And that other person next to you is the only person he's thinking about. Right. I mean, he just he can be everywhere. That's right. And that's why he's God, and we're not. And when you really grasp that, it's it's it's, it's like saying you're his only child. Yeah. You know, I mean, it really is. You know, so don't don't get all hung up on having to know the answers. You know, God, I you know I just don't understand why this is happening. Well, you know what? Maybe it's not your time to understand it. And you know what? Sometimes <laughs> it's the saying, it, it is what it is. And we wrote in our right. Monday Word, just because you sneeze doesn't mean you're allergic to your spouse or to your job. Or maybe your you dog. just sneezed. Yeah. You know, maybe I found a gecko in the house. Okay. Does that mean that we, I don't know if geckos have nests or what they have, but just because I found a gecko doesn't mean that our house is infested with them somewhere. Right. Maybe a gecko just came in through the door. Sometimes it just is, is what it is. It is. Yeah. It is what it is sometimes. And there ain't, we don't have to make a big deal out of it, but you know, we are really referring to the things that happen in life that we just scratch our head and go, man, I did not see this, nor did I plan for this. What, what, God, and I'm not hearing, you know, I'm not, so you just have to go on. Yeah, and I catch myself, you know, sometimes I'll be, you know, reading the scriptures and I'll just say, God, you know, I just, I don't understand. Or please, please, you know, give me your wisdom on this and help me understand this. And so many times he tells me, you want to see trust? My son on the cross. That's all the trust you need. So do you have that trust? I pray you do. But if you don't, and you don't know what that trust is, or kind of been wondering about it, you know what? I think about this, Jesus, every once in a while, but I just don't, you know, I just don't know, you know? Or maybe you've... Maybe you, you did give your, your life to Christ at one time and realizing now that you walked away and you just didn't give your heart to him. Or possibly you've been in church for a long time and you're realizing, you know what, all I need, all, I mean, all I do is I question God all the time. Hmm. Now it's time for me just to say, you know what, Lord, the cross is enough and I trust you. So if you'd like to give your life to Christ, we'd love for you to pray this prayer with us. And please know that you are saved by the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings. Please repeat after me. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Lord, I know you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day, 
And because of the cross, you say my sins are forgiven because I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Lord, my desire is to seek your face. Father, thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we thank you all so much. And for those of you who prayed that prayer, we we would love for you to email us at info at livingitup.org. And just know that we're, we're praying for you. And and, uh, and we're so, so excited that you, you decided to give your life to Christ. That's right. Because he's been running after you for a long time. Mm-hmm. He was just ready for you. He was just waiting for you to say, okay. Mm-hmm. So we, we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. We really do. And, and uh, you know, today's Monday, mm-hmm. you know. And we encourage you to start praying right now about this coming weekend. Right. You know, what church I may go to. And please ask for if they have a mentorship or discipleship program. And it's always great and almost really essential, I think, to have someone who is more mature in the faith, in the, you know, to walk beside you at least for the first year. Mm-hmm. You know, to help you realize and know the trust that you can have with, with God. That's right. Yeah. Well, this has been great. Yeah. And we look forward to um, talking to you tomorrow. So until then, choose not to let the unexpected drag you down. That's right. And keep living it up. Well, I'll be again.